Hello and welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. I'm Linda from Cooking with Steam, and I'm sitting here with Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello, Linda. And today... And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> um, we've been talking a lot about um, different elements of cooking. We've done chicken and fish, and I'd like to talk about baking. But before we get to that point, I think we need to talk about, and I'm going to put you on notice, the importance of eggs. Eggs. And how to cook eggs in a, in a steam oven or a combi steam oven. But you know from Mike's personal experience how important eggs are in cakes. Well, yeah. Oh, that was... That uh, was, a, that was another one that. of the... Yeah, I hadn't yeah. forgotten. I thought you hadn't forgotten either. But eggs are something that is so versatile. Why don't we tell people what happened, Linda? Maybe later in the podcast. No, maybe. from a perfect, perfect recipe that I built and designed, you then... Completed that recipe successfully at least half a dozen times. True? True. And then one day... Got confident, got, got a bit, Got a bit ahead of yourself. And, <laughs> and uh, was making chocolate cake. Everyone listening, making chocolate cake for a very important young uh, family friend birthday, family friend's birthday, and forgot the eggs. And it didn't rise, so we kept steaming it, kept steaming it, kept steaming it. In the end, I called Paul and said, ah. No, yeah. what happened was it was I actually rocked up at your place the next, the following day and it was sitting out oh, on the right. bench top. Oh, that's right. And I it was didn't... like a that's right. black pancake. It was very... You didn't buy eggs. How did you put it? You hadn't bought any eggs, that's right. Yeah. And anyway. So, yes, that was so how we yeah, eggs are important, Linda. Very good but topic But they're also today. one of my favourite things to make on the weekend. Yeah. Particularly if you've got large numbers of people staying over after a footy weekend. So, Paul, eggs. Eggs. Okay, where do we start? So, the, probably one of the most common questions I get and I have gotten at cooking demonstrations and classes and all the rest of it is can you poach an egg in a steam oven? Can you poach an egg in a steam oven, Paul? Okay. Now, maybe I'm being a little bit nitpicky here, but if we think about the two... Now, I'm really bad with English and grammar, but the two words that are the key in that sentence, can you poach an egg in a steam oven? Poaching is one method of cooking and steaming is another and they are totally different methods of cooking poaching is in a liquid a stock a water a something and it's immersed in that liquid steaming is not so can you poach an egg in a steam oven in theory yes you can if you put water into a container and put that container into the steam oven and use the steam oven to maintain the temperature of the water, kind of like what we've done previously with sort of sous vide cooking. Are you poaching then? Yes, you are. If you put an egg into a steam oven with nothing else around it, nothing else happening, just the egg itself, are you poaching it or are you steaming it? You're steaming Steaming it. it. Correct. So can you poach an egg in a steam oven? In theory, yes, you can. Are you poaching if you don't have a liquid involved? In the truest, like, sense of the word, you're not. Well, I know why you get asked that question, because it's one of the things that, as a novice home cook, we all love poached eggs, 
but it's hard making them. And we've all seen the recipes where you throw in vinegar yeah. or you pour it from a teacup or you don't have the water moving too fast or it's not moving fast enough. Oh, I mean, we can. And do you know what? I'd be happy to talk about how to poach an egg on your stovetop properly. Um, and we can, I can run you through it very quickly. Let's do that okay. next time you've got your cook on and we'll do a little video of it, Paul, because I think it might make more sense if you do a video of it. Okay. Um, but I am working on, and we will post this as a recipe probably in the next month or so, I have come up with an idea of how to poach an egg. I haven't done it yet, but just to give everyone the heads up, and I doubt anyone's going to try it before we do, uh, what I was planning on doing was getting a muffin tin um, and filling each cavity of the muffin tin with a vinegared water, putting that inside the oven and let it heat, or putting boiling water in the cavity in the muffin tin itself at the start, putting that inside the oven and then cracking an egg into each cavity. So someone could do effectively 12 poached eggs because it's in a liquid in their steam oven and they would be proper poached eggs. So you could poach on mass, if you like. Ooh. So that's a potential sort of down the tracker. And that will hopefully, my idea being, hopefully dismiss the argument of like, do you stir the water? Do you put vinegar? Do you put lemon juice? How hot does the water need to be? How much water do we need to have? Like, there's so many questions about poaching eggs i mean we're getting really sidetracked and we're just talking about one method of cooking for eggs but that's my plan is to try and do a muffin tray's worth of poached eggs in the steam oven okay well let's stay tuned and we'll see that, <laughs> i know i mean we'll i have no idea works. it's like a lot of this is theory in my brain whether it's actually occurs or not is a different question and sometimes yes it's, it could be a dark place in there paul but anyway <laughs> we'll see how we go but one of the first issues that you did when cooking with steam, which I still do now on a regular basis, is the eggs in the little dish with the butter on the sides. You pour the egg, a little bit of tomato uh, relish yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. at the bottom. Yeah, so in a uh, like a cocotte yeah. or a little um, yes. porcelain dish. Yes. Yeah, that's a good. That's a very good sort of breakfast number. It's just throw the egg in. Mm. It's it's like a sort of like a semi baked egg, but it's not because we use steam. Yeah. Um, yeah, Try that's different a, things, whatever's available at the time. Yeah. Sometimes it's fresh tomato. Sometimes yeah, you can put some parmesan on there. Yeah, I do. I grab yeah. a little bit of parmesan on top. So that works really well. And you can do that en masse. So when there's a few people around. If you've got enough little dishes. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily. Yeah. I do. Um, but no, that's a good one. And uh, like, I mean, one of the reasons we're talking eggs this today is it's been kind of topical this week. I've done a lot of egg cookery um and recently quite a bit of egg cookery specifically around sweet and savory custards because they're the thing that sets your egg uh that sets your custards um so there'll be a recipe in the not too distant future if it's not already up on the website um which is like a japanese egg custard it's a savory egg custard um made with a dashi stock really super super silky smooth um but i mean the importance of eggs we can't understate for baking um for what they do for even i mean i think we've got a recipe and we've done recipes using pastries all sorts of different puff pastries and all that sort of stuff the color that an egg yolk will give to a pastry is extraordinary um people who blind bake and a lot of we're getting a bit of feedback from people these days that want more 
cakes and baking recipes and people that blind bake a tart shell i can tell you that the best way to actually seal the tart shell is about five minutes before it's finished baking is brush the base of it with egg yolk and bake the egg yolk on and that puts almost like a seal so if you're making a lemon tart the pastry doesn't go soggy when you pour your your lemon curd mix on top you know i've never seen that in any of the recipes that they actually say that i don't think i've ever read that i do that for every lemon tart that i've ever made it's because you're my favorite chef (laughs) but i've never seen that paul ever that little hint um helpful hint there we're all about hints and tips linda we are i know i know that paul but one of the other issues about eggs is putting them in an egg carton we've seen a few people do that yeah and cook them in the egg carton, you mean? Cook them yeah. in the egg carton. Can be done, of course. Can Doesn't be done. Is it too soggy? No. Well, I mean, it depends on it depends on your oven. The good thing about that is, depend, look, it really depends on what end result you want. If you want to... The easiest thing to do in your steam oven with eggs is a hard boil, right? You know, you're adding it to a potato salad or you're making the old school, when I was a child, curried egg sandwich... Um, so the hard boil is the easiest, right? You throw it in there and you're probably talking about 12, 15 minutes. And you, you can just throw the eggs straight in. You can throw them in the carton. It's good in the carton because it kind of keeps the eggs still. If an egg moves as it cooks, the yolk moves. If that makes sense. You're kind of nodding. I am nodding for yeah. those who can't see, but yes. Um, so the, the egg, the yolk will move and slosh about a bit and maybe not stay central if the egg itself is moving as it cooks so people throwing it in in the carton is you know fine whatever if the carton gets a bit wet well whatever but the eggs are still which is okay so what temperature for full tilt 100 degrees full steam and if you want your soft eggs so you you see and this is like i've done a whole heap of testing on a whole heap of different ovens and brands of ovens it's almost impossible it oh, is really? nigh on impossible because mm. there's as much as we go to the market, go to the supermarket, go wherever we buy our eggs, free range, grow, get our own from our own chickens, whatever. They, they're probably more variants in an egg than anything else. What? What? Really? Yeah. Well, yeah on well, the leg. Yeah. Have a look. Go and buy. Okay. Go and. I mean, back in the day, eggs used to work in. Back in the day probably five years ago and this is in australia our eggs would have a gram weight on the carton per egg yeah and so it might say 55 gram or 65 or 70 gram right and now they say a total weight of the carton i hadn't noticed that 700 gram oh have a look okay and the problem is is that and this it's also partly the problem with doing recipes is in a lot of our recipes, I just put three whole eggs. Are they small? Like, are they pullet eggs? Like pullet yeah. eggs are—they're the first layer of a chicken that has just started laying eggs. They're delicious pullet eggs, very hard to get. But if you a sixty-five gram egg and a or a fifty-five gram egg and a seventy gram egg is two different volumes of liquid egg. There's two different volumes, so it can change the recipe. So eggs are very difficult, and especially if we're talking about a whole egg in a steam oven across various brands, because various brands, as we know, have different temperature tolerances. Um, It is almost impossible to get the perfect soft boil, if you like, or medium, um, medium boil 
in a steam oven. Very, I find it very difficult and almost impossible. I can't say to you, go and buy a dozen eggs and put them in for 12 minutes at 90 degrees and you're going to get the perfect medium egg or put it in for at 85 degrees and put them in for 12 minutes. Same, lower the temperature, but up the time and, and have a softer egg and then a soft boil, who knows? And, but hard boils easy because you basically just cook the buggery out of it. Um, so that one's the easy one, but the rest is, I find very, and I know a lot of people that are in this field, combi steam oven field have done work on it, but I guarantee you that results will be inconsistent across all brands of ovens and all types of eggs. Almost impossible. So the only way really is to test before you really need to do it. Could you do that? Yeah, Would you I, get consistent yeah, but I mean, results I, if you know your oven. If you know, yeah, you're more likely to get consistency if you, can if you take know a note your oven. Of the size of the egg you're putting in. Yeah, of course. Test it. Yeah. Do a few. Yeah. Test them at different. But temps. I mean, we're proudly non-brand specific as far as what we do, our website and the recipes and all the rest of it, um, which is hence why I haven't done a total tutorial on eggs because unless we get every single manufacturer of oven and find a middle ground, like, and there's going to be something close, but if we post a recipe that says, okay, if you put your eggs in at 90 degrees for eight minutes, you're going to have the perfect softball. How do I know that you're buying 65 gram eggs and we're using 65 gram or 70 gram? It's almost, it's nigh on impossible. So yeah, they're difficult if you, testing your own oven and you understand your own oven you're more likely to get some consistent results but to be honest with you if you are doing like my little fella at home is now just starting to get into having soft-boiled eggs and toast soldiers yep yeah family favorite all around the world i think absolutely and i often ask myself the question when i'm cooking and doing recipes is am i making it better because i'm using the steam oven or am I making life easier? In that situation, I'm better off putting a pot of water on the stove with the eggs in it, bring it up to the boil, cook them for three minutes, happy days. Like, I'm just, it's not, I'm not making it better. If I'm working on a mass scale where I'm doing a lot of volume, then fine, there's an argument for it. But for general home cooking, just because you've got the appliance doesn't mean you should use it for everything. That's a, um, a topic that we've talked about before, and I know it's a, a comment that you've echoed before, and it's true. So, I hate to repeat myself. No, no. I think in this situation, I think it's necessary. One of the issues I loved about eggs, also when you first started cooking in our oven, was doing eggs and bacon which I had never thought about before, in there, yeah. which I know you did it. But... I did it despite someone, actually. Because <laughs> that's it's... the motivation we should all have when we create yeah. recipes is, why should you do it? <laughs> no, it's not, Paul. No, it's not. <laughs> but it did work out really well. It did. And they were more like a... Um, they were closer to a fried egg, really, in that scenario. Um, we did the bacon. Well, bacon works out beautifully in the commie steam oven. Like, it crisps up really well. Um and I can't remember, I can't remember, and it, maybe it's from my old restaurant days, but I used to do candied bacon. I think we've done candied bacon a, a few times before as well. I think there's a, I'm pretty sure there's a uh, steamed marlin, which is a fish dish with candied bacon. 
check that out if you want. I'll have to have a check that out. Yeah, because candied bacon's next level. Candied bacon. Yeah, next level good. But um, those eggs, we actually just, I'm pretty sure we had a reasonable amount of oil on our, you know, solid um, baking tray. And we just cracked the eggs in there and threw it in and had the bacon in there about five or seven minutes beforehand that was crisping up and then it was kind of my attempt one of my attempts at getting a breakfast on a single tray mm. without too much messing around and getting grease splatter on your stove and all the rest of it is it better yeah it's but it was equal to so that for mine is a pass if it's equal to what you could do in a stovetop then fine is it better yeah i think the bacon works out better I do think it's also the cleaning up afterwards drives me nuts. Yeah, I'll throw it on a steam cleaner. Yeah, exactly. Uh, happy days. Like. So that was why I actually like that method. And we often, to, like you often talk about, and we often mention Dougie, your husband, um, who's, what's the nice word for a, retentive? Yes. <laughs> about cleaning. Um, hmm. So yeah, that's a uh, that's a that's a good you one. You might for... say attentive. I might say OCD. But anyway, but that's a good one for if you don't if like first thing on a Saturday morning if you don't want to have to clean the stove up because bacon spitting, fat spitting everywhere, exactly. and fried oil and all the rest of it. It's it's good because you just throw it in the oven and steam clean it off, and everyone's happy. So, but yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot of ways we can go about cooking eggs. I think we did. Um, also a few recipes where we did sort of like a mini quiche or we've done quiches yes. as well um they're kind of i mean there's quite a few there's not many things that i will say to people that you have to have in your pantry but eggs are one like i think you have to have eggs anchovies dijon mustard sea salt good olive oil parmesan cheese parmesan cheese and, and the funny thing on- is and it, a brown onion one brown onion otherwise so yeah I'll go shallots for brown onions but the funny thing is is that a lot of that stuff you know you take olive oil and parmesan and anchovies and eggs and things like that give give me those five ingredients you know and maybe a bit of flour and butter really you're away like you can create all sorts of stuff and the funniest thing is is that all of them are extremely including parmesan and especially parmesan are extremely savoury. We're talking about all very, very, what they what yeah. is now the cool term umami, uh, savoury flavours. And the good thing about eggs is that you can impact flavour with an egg, and on top of and around. So eggs do a lot to add to flavours. So when you add an egg to something, it actually helps enrichen. But when you use an egg for, let's say, baking, it helps colour. Like they do, the the mm. most versatile ingredient. Yeah, no kitchen is is right without an egg. No, oh, I think so too. Mm. And for a quick, easy meal, when you're really when you tired, can't be bothered cooking, like just yeah, when poached Dougie, eggs. Are just, when oh. Dougie travels, it's my go-to. A little bit of scrambled egg, parmesan. Yeah. Scrambled eggs. Yeah, there's another one. But by and large eggs on their own and we've only talked about chicken eggs really we haven't discussed yeah. duck eggs and I know you are an absolute lover mm. of duck eggs duck eggs is my absolute boxing day Christmas ham fried Christmas ham and duck eggs oh how do you do your duck eggs just poached. out of interest yeah. okay poached and duck eggs are they're just a bit richer and a bit bigger than a chicken egg 
Um, if you, my absolute favourite is pullet eggs. So that's the first layer of Where do you chicken. find pullet? I don't think I've ever seen you pullet get eggs. get them very, very rarely. Very, very rarely. And specialists, like specialist suppliers will have them at certain times of the year. It's not a seasonal thing. It's like, well, maybe it is depending on when the chickens have their chicks and when new chicks grow old enough to start laying. So it's essentially the first lay of a chicken. Okay, so that's the first time they're laying. And their eggs are much smaller, but they're uber rich, like super, super, it's like they're jam-packed with flavor. And the yolks are really intense. They're much, significantly smaller, um, but quite, like, quite good. Okay, I've never seen that. Yeah, and yet, like, if you see them, just grab them. And just treat them, like, don't put them in the cake mixture, because it's not going to, like, it's not that it won't work, but you're wasting something that's got its own extraordinary taste. Like, that sort of egg needs to be poached, scrambled, maybe, like maybe, but I would say poached. Um, the best for me and my favourite sort of deathbed dish, steak tartare with a raw egg yolk on top. Like a pullet egg yolk on top now where like, oh, that's my... That's it? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the one. Well, I, I must admit I've never really cooked with duck eggs until I met you. I saw an ostrich egg the other day for sale. It was $65. Wasn't game to take that on. It was big. And I've got no idea what you do with Ostrich that. Ostrich egg. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, that would make sense. Well, why don't we have emu eggs more available? Well, we do. I mean, we do. They, they are available. But I've got no idea what they, they like to eat. I have no concept. And we're talking about big birds with big eggs. I mean, I just... It's just not something that's probably normal for us. Maybe for the indigenous... I don't know. Uh, maybe indigenous. We should find out because yeah. one of the things that I know you and I have talked about at length is getting more recipes that have Australian native yep. herbs and spices, and we've got a lot in the background going on about that. Which is, but we didn't I mean, discuss emu eggs. No, an oversight, maybe. Well, but, well be a, who knows if it's actually a thing in maybe. the indigenous culture, like if they're actually used or if they're cooked or cooked with. I no idea, but. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole heap of different eggs around, but certainly duck eggs. If you if you get a chance to get duck eggs, duck eggs are another one. It's just a bit richer. Okay. Um, if you poach them, the white's a little bit firmer, but certainly the richness of them is, you know, you don't need to eat. I mean, if I have poached eggs, sometimes three, maybe four might disappear. Like I love them. Wow. I love eggs, but duck eggs can maybe get through two at best. Okay. quite rich they are quite rich yeah okay. and then you know like and there's so many things hollandaise and all the egg mm. emulsifying sauces the fact that you can make mayonnaise out of an egg and an egg yolk when you're making mayonnaise if you make it correctly has almost an, it will withhold and stand almost an infinite amount of oil so Wow. If, okay. you, if you have one egg yolk and you actually start your mayonnaise and get your mayonnaise correct and you have mustard in there and vinegar, like you would usually make a mayonnaise and you use a vegetable oil, a rice bran, a cottonseed or whatever, like a, a taste neutral oil, if you make that mayonnaise correctly, that egg yolk will emulsify 
and hold together that mayonnaise with almost an infinite amount of oil. You can almost do five liters of mayonnaise out of one egg yolk. You I could don't, probably I don't do want to try that at all. Yeah, home, but you but could but probably do it. Like, you could probably yeah. do it, but it's almost an infinite amount. Okay. Now, you get into trouble and difficulty when we're making hollandaise sauces, which is an emulsion sauce as well, but that's done with heat versus a mayonnaise, which is cool. Um, and just for a tip for anyone making mayonnaise or hollandaise, a lot of people get into the trouble of splitting. So that's where the oil or the fat separates from the yolk. Mm-hmm. Little tip for everyone out there, if you are making a mayonnaise, which is a cold emulsion sauce, if it begins to split, add some warm or hot water. If you are making a hot emulsion sauce, like a hollandaise, if it begins to split, add some cold water and you may well be able to bring them back. Okay. So it's the opposite of what you are actually doing. So if you're making a cold emulsion sauce, add a heated liquid. Water is the best. If you are making a cold emulsion uh, a hot emulsion sauce cold liquid a a cold emulsion sauce hot liquid one of the recipes i know you did this week but i know you'd made them earlier a couple of weeks ago and i was surprised when i saw you you these little uh cheese balls and you had quite hot dough coming out of the oven that you then worked and i was really surprised because when i was watching you we were having a catch-up and i could see you just throwing in the eggs and I could see the steam coming up Yeah, and I was going to ask you but I thought no I, I know not to I'll, I'll save it up for this because otherwise we're going to <laughs> have did, nothing I to did, talk about I did actually yeah. but I wondered why because I would never I would have just waited for that dough to cool a bit but you were quite it was moving and you were just throwing in that egg and I would have thought it would like cook start cooking in the egg before you'd had a chance to really get the eggs in but you've answered your own question I did. Yeah. I didn't know I'd even ask a question. But well, no, no, you've answered the potential query or question you had, the movement. Oh, okay. Okay, so essentially we it's kind of very similar to a shoe pastry, which is very egg-heavy um, considering the quantities. So, uh, and to be honest with you, I do it the lazy way, so I'll make my base shoe dough, which is depending on what you're making, but generally water, butter, flour, and sometimes a mix of water and milk, butter and flour, and you cook that out. And then while it's still warm, you add your eggs. Um, And you can do it by hand, but I throw it in the mixer because it's much easier and you get much more movement. If you add a room temperature egg to a hot dough and don't mix it fast enough, you end up with cooked egg if it doesn't get the movement in there. And remember when you're adding a, when you've got a dough like that with a lot of movement, there's a lot of air moving around and a lot of airflow happening. And the sooner that you can, we're almost emulsifying it into the dough. The sooner you get a lot of uh, a fast, relatively fast movement, um, you've got cooler air going in there and the egg doesn't have a chance to actually cook before it emulsifies. So, hence, if you are making a shoe pastry or you do end up doing the little sort of... I mean, they're not cheesy puffs, but we'll call them that because I'm not going to make you say the word. Thank you. Gougere. Um <laughs> You and your French words. It's traditional, Linda. I know it Have is respect. Cool, I just... Have some respect. I but anyway, with English. Um, if you can get them in quickly and get them mixed through quickly, your egg is 
less likely to actually have streaks of cooked egg through your dough, which is what can happen sometimes. Okay, well, that made sense. Hmm. Thanks for that. No worries. No wonder you're the chef and I'm not. But thanks for that. And uh, I think that wraps up today's topic on eggs. Eggs. So thank you so much for that, Paul. No worries. We'll probably revisit the topic at some stage as well because it's never ending with eggs. Well, I know that now that we've been talking Pasta about dough. it, I, must, I yeah. must say I'm going to go home and this weekend I think there's going to be a, a little bit of a cook-up on Sunday morning. Doug's going to be eating eggs all weekend. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> it's just got you inspired. So thank you for that, Paul. No worries. See you later. See ya. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in a modern world. We'd love you to subscribe. And for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com. Mm-hmm.